up, wake up, cause this is Wake Up and Go. So wake me up when it's all over. With Div and Joe. I love the morning show. Woo! They keep it fun in the morning. All the great songs in one place. Kiss 92. Oh my gosh, Joe, it's a day to the long weekend. Yes, I feel like I can finally use up all my energy today. <laughs> Coming up in just a minute as well, we've got $80 petrol vouchers to give away for Esso. And also, we're going to ask Joe why she was on the papers yesterday. Yay! Or in the papers. Kiss <laughs> 92. Wake up go with Div and Joe. And oh my gosh, Joe, you were on the front page of Life on the Straits Times yesterday. I know. So it was about a podcast, right? Uh-huh. So when you're recording the podcast, you think it's purely audio. Yeah. You don't have to have makeup on. And the next thing you know, you find yourself without makeup on the front page of life. Of course. This is the way life must happen, yes, right? Yes, life happens. <laughs> so so the whole article was basically about, uh, you know, this, this new wave of audio novels and podcasts. Yeah, basically during this time, people want entertainment on the go. They don't want to have to sit down and watch something. So when they're on the treadmill or uh, on their bicycles, they want to be able to listen to something yeah. and all these audio novels from Singapore are coming out. That's amazing. So what were you involved in? I was involved in this one called Life Exchange. Ooh. It's about when you can put your life yeah. on the stock exchange if you're a convict. <gasps> And uh, basically, this gentleman, uh, Harish Tilani from yes. Ministry of Funny, uh, he plays this gentleman which puts himself on the stock exchange and he finds out that it's not such a good idea to have people controlling your everyday decisions. That's really, really quite interesting. And, and where can people come and like listen to you perform in this audio novel? Uh, they can go on Audible, audible.com. Yeah. So uh, they can find all kinds of Singapore audio novels there. Uh, and yeah, have a listen to Life Exchange. Nice. And the thing I love about audio novels is, you know, when you get into it, and I I, I only recently, uh, you know, tried to uh, listen to an audio novel. So w- w- the thing is, when you get into it, your brain is struggling to catch up because you're trying to listen to the sound effects and all these things to, to put it together, right? Yeah. But the moment your brain rolls into a picture... Uh-huh. You kind of almost stop listening and a movie just plays in your head. That's, Isn't that great? That's crazy. I, I think that's the magic of, you know, books and of radio even where yeah. you don't have everything spoon-fed to you all the time. Yeah. You just have your imagination and often your imagination is much more vivid than any sort of high-budget CGI. We love it. Hey, KISS fans, listen to the tiny voice that's coming from the radio, actually, and go and Hello. check out audio <laughs> novels when you can. Also, oh, keep it locked that. in to Kids 92. Wake up and go with Dev and Joe. All the hits on Kiss 92. Broken hearted on Kiss 92, wake up and go with Div and Joe, and it's time for Scroll on the Bowl. All right, a bit of uh, irreverent news to start off the morning with. So anyway, Div, when I'm on the bowl, I really like to subscribe to quality, high-class entertainment like Food and Wine magazine. Yeah. And uh, when I was reading it yesterday, I, I noticed something uh, that was quite gastronomic. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, IKEA, to celebrate its uh, 10th year anniversary of IKEA family, which is like a subscription club, they have launched a meatball-scented candle. You said meat, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> because without the first word, it'd be a bit str- 
strange. <laughs> That's your type of candle. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's put the brakes on this for a bit because uh, scented candles are kind of a thing for Celeste. Oh, you know? yeah. I thought it's a thing for everybody though. No. For your house to smell nice. I'm not sure about meatballs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just candles in general. Look, I'm good, reading right? Food and Wine magazine on the bowl. Okay, <laughs> I'm not particularly picky about how my house smells. <laughs> wake up and get out. I'll be your bestie. Every morning, first thing. With Deb and Joe on Kiss 92. You gotta love that one. Wiz Khalifa, see you again on Kiss 92. Chill vibes on a Friday because why not? Yes, and because we'll only <laughs> see each other again on Tuesday. Aw, so sad. Oh, I'm gonna miss you guys. <laughs> not. <laughs> Wake up and go with Deb and Joe. And, uh, you know, you can be a Kiss VIP right here on Kiss 92 because when you tell us what you love to hear, we play it for you. That's right. All you have to do is rate the current round of songs to win the prize for the week. All right. Okay, so Joe, here are the current songs that are on the list, right? We've got Nine Days, Story of a Girl, Maroon 5's Harder to Breathe is coming up, Snoop Dogg's Beautiful Ashanti is in the list with Foolish. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so you go ahead and you click away. Kiss92.sg is where you want to be. And we've got a two-day, one-night staycation at Orchard Hotel, Singapore, worth over $500. But a little bird tells us mm-hmm. that tonight on Josh's and Jill's shift, Josh's and Jill's shift, <laughs> there actually going to give away assorted Millennium Mooncakes from Huating Restaurant worth over $150. Oh my gosh, I love mooncakes. And you get two boxes and to spice up your mid-autumn festival with MasterChef's stimulating creation, wasabi with roasted hazelnut. That sounds very inventive, right? Yeah. Quite different. But hey, if you prefer traditional flavours, you can relish in Huating's best-selling low-sugar-baked mooncakes, baked to a glorious golden brown. So all you have to do is to call 67396577 to place your order now. Or you could win it on Kiss VIP. Wake up and get out. Bobby Art, Baby Ass, and you're listening to Div and Joe on Kiss 92. Britney Spears, I want to go wake up and go with Div and Joe, and I want to go check myself out in the mirror when I'm 60, apparently. Huh. Yeah. Okay, I guess you'll be the only one. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'll be the only one. But what's this I hear about people having a bit more body confidence when they get older? Yes, according to a study of 15,000 men and women in New Zealand, apparently when you hit 60, you're actually more happy with your body than when you are, you know, young and svelte and 18. Oh. Yeah. Is this because you've just like uh, just ac- accepted who you are, and you've you've got no more need to compete, you know, in this department? I- I'm I'm not sure if that's why, but basically they were saying that probably you know you've got other things to worry about, and, and honestly, <laughs> yeah. by that time, you, you dying, know- you know. <laughs> Whoa, whoa. It's very heavy uh, this early in the morning. But okay, 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 okay. So other things to worry about like... Um, you know, just, just life or like... General life, yeah. Yeah, you know, or, or like by that time, hopefully you've yeah. learned that, you know, your personality is the most important. You know, That's true. Not how many packs you have or, or you know, like how, how many push-ups you can do. Yeah, but a recent marketing campaign from KFC would beg to disagree though because we <laughs> talked about, you know, a rebranding of Colonel Sanders and this yeah. guy passed away in like 1980, right? Yes. And, and they reintroduced him as... This super hot guy with like fifteen thousand abs. Yes, and and so, uh, and Irene actually thought that this was a, <laughs> she was like, a historical this, picture. I, I don't know. Is it like a throwback or something? I really have no clue, guys. Like, why? Wake up and go. Go. Let's go. They play the best best music with Div and Joe on Kiss ninety two. 
I tell you guys a secret. Yeah, okay, what? Next week is a four-day work week. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Wake up and go with Deb and Joe. Coming up in just a bit, we got a very special seal it with a kiss. That's right. We'll be sealing it with a kiss from one of the best comedians in Singapore. Let's see how much energy he has in the morning. Awesome. Also coming up, what the fact, and I'm sure everybody's dying to know what the difference is between a five-gill shark and a six-gill shark. Slow down, people. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. Kiss 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. It's time for... What the... What the... Okay, I know everyone's crazy excited about this one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to tell you guys about the difference between six gill sharks and five gill sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So five gill sharks are usual, they're irregular, you know, great whites and stuff. Uh, The six gill shark, a bit more rare, they're very deep sea creatures, and uh, some of them are known as cow sharks as well. Okay, but here's what's interesting about them. They're actually relatives of basically dinosaurs. Some of them actually predate the Triceratops or even the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so now I'm interested. Yes. So you're saying that the six gill deep sea sharks are essentially almost of a different, like, lineage from the five gill sharks? Correct. It's a different branch in the species genealogy. Wait, wait, wait. So are they even the same species? They might be cousin species, but they predate the current five gill sharks. And they still exist. So that's what's crazy about them. So like, they're like the grandmamas. They're like living fossils, yeah. Right. So the five gill sharks are like the baby sharks. (laughs) And like, the six gill sharks are like the grandmama sharks. Grandma sharks. Wake up and go. Go, let's go. They play the best best music. With Div and Joe on KISS 92. Seal it with a... Oh yeah, we're celebrating relationships all around Left Right Centre Inside Out And today we've got someone quite special on the line He's a friend of yours, Joe Yes, it is none other than comedian Rishi Budrani Alright, good morning What's going on everybody? (laughs) So Rishi, you're the king of comedy, what's happening for you these days? Uh, you know what, right now I'm uh, spending 24 hours a day writing and uh, producing and performing a show called uh, The Comedian Star Charity Which is a live stream nightly comedy show I'm producing with the Havas Group. Wow. Fantastic local artists. Yeah, that's that's amazing, especially given the times, right? Mm-hmm. And how difficult uh, things might be for performers out there. Uh, who are some of the beneficiaries that you're doing this for? Uh, one of them that I'm personally adopting is uh, the uh, Singapore Heart Foundation uh, in conjunction with our partners at Giving.sg, uh, among others. I know that a lot of the times when you put up these online performances is to support performers as well and give them something to do. So who are some of these incredible, wonderful, talented <laughs> performers that you have on your show, Rishi? Wow. I mean, one of them, uh, <laughs> she's a decent actress and a uh, Prolific writer. She just got a brand new show on radio. Oh, who's that? Uh, yeah, her name is Jotan. Oh my gosh, Rishi. What a coincidence. Because we've know, got right? a Jotan who's also a prolific writer who also started a new show. Oh, who's this person? Oh my god, guys. What are the odds? How do people come out and support this? Uh, so what you can do is that the show is every night at 9pm on my YouTube channel, Rishi Budrani, or my Facebook page, The Real Rishi Budrani. It's 9 o'clock every night, you know, you can tune in, watch a fun show, have some fantastic guests. So the performance we have on tonight, I actually uh, Sharul, my uh, better half, together with Kumar. Oh, so, uh, wow! It's going to be a 
pretty insane show. So tune in 9 p.m. I mean, I don't even feel I have control anymore. That's awesome, man. Okay, for right now, you got to pick a song. You've just dedicated it to Joe. So what's it going to be? Uh, one of our uh, premier guests was actually Young Raja. Oh. Uh, and he has a new single called Spice Boy, which uh, we talked about on the show. And uh, I'd love to dedicate that to you, Joe. So we don't have that song, but we're going to replace it with Spice Girls 2 Become 1. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. So right now, you know what to do to seal it with a kiss. you got to give Joe a big fat kiss. One, two, three, go. Social distancing, bro. (laughs) Wake up and go with Div and Joe. All the great songs in one place. Every morning, first thing. It's my favorite show. Kiss 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. We got producers Celeste and Irene with us in the house. It's a beautiful Friday, and today we're talking about, you know, how much influencers get paid, and should there be some kind of system to standardize that pay? All right, so six years ago, this creator-slash-model called Lindsay Lee Lugrin was featured in a Mark by Mark Jacobs ad campaign, and she was paid $1,000 to be all over billboards and ads. Wow. That's kind of low, right? No, that's severely underpaid. Some models get paid, I think, hundreds of thousands of dollars for that scale of a campaign. Yeah, exactly. So I think she was pretty upset, and she decided to start her own app called (laughs) you pay me right first word starts with an f f you pay me okay okay (laughs) you can go look it up but you know it's kind of interesting to also think about what that rate right might be for singapore yeah yeah and maybe we should have a union for influences here (laughs) right wow be such a beautiful union (laughs) Uh, yahoo news actually did a bit of a report to show how much uh influences get paid depending on the number of followers i'm taking notes okay here we go uh if you have up to 10,000 followers, you can get paid up to $250 per post. 50,000, you get paid up to $500 per post. If you have 100K, you get paid up to $1,000 per post. And if you have more than half a million, you get 3,000 and above. Oh man, I guess there's no chance for any of us in this room now. Oh, I don't think we have 10,000 followers. I think if we combine, right, guys, we might uh, get $500 per post. <laughs> yeah, so many thumbs up. Wake up and go With Div and Joe All the great songs in one place Kiss 92 Hello everybody, thank you so much Thank you so much Thank you to the people The Kiss of Life We're celebrating frontliners who are out there taking the risk on behalf of all of us. And today we got a nomination for an assistant nurse clinician at Ng Teng Feng General Hospital. Her name is Devi and she works in the emergency department and has been there for more than 10 years. That's crazy. And ironically, nursing was her last choice when she entered the workforce. But now she's really found meaning in the job. Good morning, Devi. Hi, good morning to both of you. Hi, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us because, you know, we understand that you're actually right now also working at the emergency department, right? Uh, Yes, right. Okay, we'll try to make this as quick as possible. Can you tell us, you know, about some of the things that you are most concerned about in this time of COVID? Okay, the most uh, um, concerning thing I would say is... uh our safety, the staff safety, as well as patient safety, because uh, everyone is uh, uh, afraid to be in the hospital at this moment because they are afraid that they might be contacting the virus. So I would just want to uh, 
reassure them that as long as they uh, practice safe measures like social distancing, wearing a mask, hand washing, they should not be afraid to even be beside healthcare workers or, you know, to actually approach them for assistance. And we wanted to ask you, right, so you mentioned okay. this wasn't your first choice of profession. So what made uh-huh. you stay all these years? Actually, I did struggle a lot initially for the first year. It, it, actually, I wanted to give up. But I think as time goes by, I thought I had passion in nursing. Uh, like the the stuff I see, how patients are going through certain things. And that's why I thought maybe this is this is my calling. And then I just stayed on and uh, I'm here now, 10 years past. That's amazing, Debbie. And if we could share a quote with you, right? Uh, it's, it's an anonymous quote and it goes like this. Save one life and you're a hero. Save a hundred lives and you're a nurse. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. You are amazing. And for that, we want to hook you up with something very small. It's a hamper that's been curated by SG Together. It includes organic cookies, chocolates, biscotti, just something to sweeten up your day for everything you've done for us. Thank you so oh, much yeah. for speaking to thank us, Thank you, Davey. thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you once again for giving us all the kiss of life. What's up, I'm Beyonce. Hey, it's Katy Perry. Hey, hey, this is your girl Lady Gaga. And you're listening to Wake Up and Go with Dev and Joe. All the great songs in one place. Kiss 92. Wake up and go with Dev and Joe coming up in just a bit. We got $80 petrol vouchers from Esso coming in. And of course, we'll be talking about whether or not you face ageism or age discrimination. Ooh, keep it locked in to Kiss 92. Kiss 92. I listen all day. My favorite station. All the great songs in one place. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. It's already the weekend. So much to look forward to. Uh, We're going to kind of, I think, open a can of worms because we've got quite an interesting topic. And it has to do with ageism. Yeah. Right? And also the different faces of ageism. Yeah. So recently there was a study done by the Journal of Experimental Psychology. So, you know, right, uh, people believe that sometimes uh, older people can be stereotyped. Yes. But this study found that ageism or age discrimination actually targets the young people a bit worse. So people look at young people as being less capable than old people. Right. When people have like, you know, stereotypes of like I, uh, these lazy millennials. Yeah, lazy Gen Zs, hey. entitled. That's actually a really interesting way to reframe the way we look at it. Because, you know, Singapore has, I think, quite a large number of uh, the elderly, right? We are like a reverse pyramid, right? Why you look at me when it's- you say that? <laughs> Let me just shift one eyeball away. Uh, and, and so I can I can imagine that, you know, this type of stereotype will affect job opportunities for younger people because, you know, basically everyone hiring them are in the uh, older category. No, it's true. And um, because they see them as more entitled, so they have to assume this really like, uh, sort of like self-abasing, like super-duper exaggerated, right. humble demeanor. Otherwise, uh, it's very easy for their bosses to treat them as, oh, gosh, these entitled, rude millennials, yeah. even if they're not being rude or entitled. Okay, now we're all looking at Celeste. (laughs) (laughs) So, Celeste, have you ever faced this issue, reverse ageism, where people have, you know, formed an impression about you just because you're, you're, you're right smack in the middle of what it means to be a millennial? I think every now and then I will come across like such a remark but it does make me want to prove myself even more. Luckily in SDH yeah. I haven't had too many of those encounters <laughs> Oh yet. Joe, I see what you're talking about this fake humble thing. <laughs> <laughs> I see it now. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm not going to be fake about it. No, you're not, because coming up in just a bit, we're actually going to talk to Joe and find out about her real-life account, because you have top-shelf ageism experience. That's right. I have the classic, <laughs> traditional ageism, which I'm going to share with all of you noobs about. All right. <laughs> Keep it locked in. We've got news and sports right around the corner. You're tuned in to Dev and Joe on KISS 92. It's the home stretch with Dev and Joe. Thanks so much for keeping us company. Coming up in just a bit, we're going to talk about Joe's ageism experience. Ah, and Auntie is going to talk to somebody who's been helping on the front lines. <laughs> but basically, during this period, people have been offering help in different ways. And this one is a really special person. A lot to look forward to. You keep it locked in in the meantime to Kiss 92. Let's kick it off. Kiss 92. Cue the music. All the great songs in one place. We're loving the music. We hope you are as well. That's mood. Uh, wake up and go with Div and Joe on this beautiful Friday. And you know what? Uh, we were talking about ageism and the two faces of ageism, right? Yeah, how some people, they look at younger people and they sort of stereotype them as lazy or, or entitled. Or weak, you know. Yeah. Weak-willed. Exactly. But I got the classic form of ageism where people looked at me and they just thought, um, maybe, you know, she's not good enough for certain things. Ah, I'll share it with you, okay? This is the pure top shelf one. Pure classic yeah. ageism. Okay, what happened? So basically, I was trying out for a role uh, of the spouse of this Silver Fox character. Both of us were supposed to be kind of in our early 50s because let's face it, past a certain age, I have to play aunties on TV, okay? <laughs> so I just tried out for it. Okay, I'm actually in my late 30s. I didn't get the role and I found out uh, towards the end that it was down to me and somebody else and they picked her because she looked better because she was 24. Wow, that is, wow, my mind is blown. For a 50-year-old character, they picked somebody younger to play the role. Yeah, they did, alongside a 53-year-old man. This is like if ageism was the double-down burger in KFC, right? That's that's what it would be like. <laughs> Just patty on a patty. Wow, that's crazy. But it makes me think about, you know, how we look at age, like especially in Singapore, right? Uh -huh. The other day I went to the coffee shop and then I tried to order a taping. Mm. And I said, auntie, thank you so much. She got angry at me. She <gasps> threw down the change and she hit the table, right? She said, who are you calling auntie? Ah? But, but, but she, maybe she got angry because uh -huh. she thought you were older than her. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was offended that yeah. you called her auntie. That's Don't true. take it so personally, like, uncle. <laughs> How dare you call me uncle? Okay, have, have any of you had experiences like this? Yeah, there was once I was at the buying economy rice. Yeah. And then this dude who is serving me, he's obviously older than me. And he was like, hey, Tatie, like elder sister, what do you want? I'm like, what? Excuse your face. <laughs> if you are buying economy rice, you shouldn't expect service, okay? Buy premium rice next time. So what, uh, they'll call me babe? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. So, so I, I'm just curious as to what is the appropriate thing or way to address someone so you don't make them feel like they're old, right? Yeah, I know, right, uncle? <laughs> Kiss fans, please help me out. Uh, WhatsApp us what your suggestions should be, what to call the person who serves you anywhere, anytime at at 88550920, the uncle brain is acting yeah. up. Yeah, la, Atik. Wake up and go with Uncle and Joe. <laughs> Wake up and go with Div and Joe. All the hits for right now. This is the weekend. Hey, this is Ariana Grande. Hey, yo, what up? It's Travis Scott. They got the fire. On 
Kiss 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And you know, Joe, in light of the pandemic, I think there's just so many people to celebrate, especially the ones who are out there, you know, just putting their uh, just lives on risk, actually. Exactly. I want to give them all a big kiss. <laughs> or better yet, a hamper that's been curated by SG Together, full of cookies, sweets, and so on. Today, we're going to speak to someone quite special. She's, uh, you know, someone who I think helps identify and collate all the various initiatives that are running, especially Ground Up initiatives. Her name is Joanne Tan and she's the founder of How Can I Help SG? It's a wonderful initiative and you can check it out at tinyurl.com slash help Singapore. Good morning, Joanne. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Joanne, can you tell us a yeah. little bit about, you know, uh, how you uh, came to this idea? Why did you decide to, you know, just group all these Ground Up initiatives together? Yep, I started How Can I Help SG at a startup circuit breaker in April last year. So during that period, we saw different grant support from the government, but there were also a lot of ground-up initiatives around me that I, I was hearing about. And um, it's really like there were so many around. So I thought there could be some way I could help do something uh, And when I had the privilege to work from home. And so I decided to consolidate all this. So how do people go about entering their ground-up initiatives? Mm. So I started off with a Google Sheet and across the many initiatives, I categorized them into different groups to like the different tabs. So people actually um, know of the, the Google Sheet and then they start coming in to sort of input their own initiatives. So from specific communities like Help for the Homeless or people who are travelling to and through Singapore to Malaysia Daily Den who didn't have a place to stay and where people actually also offer, uh, willing to offer up and open up their homes. Yeah, so to jobs, internships, as well as even education tutoring, um, and all these initiatives were all shared in the sheet itself. So people could just come in and it was pretty completely public and they would just come in and just write that initiative down there. Joanne, that sounds like a lot of work, to be honest. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I got to ask you, like, from a personal standpoint, why did you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, feel the need to do this, you know, as in what, what inspired you? I had the privilege to work from home and, you know, a lot of people out there doing something, you know, like essential workers and, and all like, even DJs, you know, you have to go there and have to start DJing. And I think for me, I, I see so many of these initiatives, I want to help out something. So I thought, you know, I need to do something and, and um, just, I just started doing and, and really the kind of volunteer that we see is, is really, people are really quite um it's amazing how they contribute in their own way as well. Yeah, that's right, Joanne. DJ's lives are tough too, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> no, we're, kidding. we're kidding, of course. So thank you again for, you know, putting in all this effort to, you know, just do this wonderful initiative for the rest of the community. And once again, KISS fans, if you're tuning in, you can log on to tinyurl.com slash help Singapore and then just basically pick an initiative that you'd like to support. And we really want to give you something as well for everything that you've been doing. Uh, we know it's not a lot in comparison, but it's a hamper that's been curated by SG Together. It's full of a biscotti, Ooh. organic chocolate, <laughs> snacks and so thank on. Just you. to No, thank you. Just to sweeten your day a little bit. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joanne, for giving us all the kiss of life. Wake up and go. With Deb and Joe. All the hits on KISS 92. <laughs> 98 Degrees, the hardest thing on KISS 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And all morning, we've been asking you to share your National Day memories because we've got something quite special to give away. That's right. If you like our NDP mascot, August, you stand to win his card game, which is called August Was Here. And you get to follow him across the different highlights of our island, as well as a plushie of August himself. I, You know, we're so excited that National Day is just around the corner. Also because next week is a 40-word week. Yeah. 
Uh, but it brought to mind something quite interesting about the national anthem that uh, we feel a lot of people might not know about. Huh, I yeah. don't know about it. Okay, so, you know, Zubia Syed obviously wrote the national anthem, uh, but it's not often that we hear the original version he wrote. Right, because of course, like any piece of art, it went through multiple drafts. Exactly. And when he actually, you know, created the theme song, he was commissioned to write it for some of the official functions of the City Council of Singapore, uh, and it debuted in 1958. Wow. Then this City Council song was picked and selected to be the national anthem. So they kind of abbreviated it right. a little bit. But we have a recording performed by an orchestra and a choir here of the original version. So here it is, Zubia Syed's original intention in full glory. Yeah, and here's where it's a bit different. Yeah, and then the wow. rest of the song goes on to be about the same. But that, that, that I think, verse or that yeah. stanza was just, you know, it was quite emotive, right? It's so lyrical. It's so beautiful. It, I mean, really it doesn't good. sound so anthemic at all. It sounds yeah. almost almost balladic, like yeah. it's a love song to Singapore. I think so, yeah. So there you go. You can find it if you'd like to listen to this again. Just search on YouTube, Zubia Side, the Singapore City Council song and national anthem, Majula Singapura. Wow. Yeah. So coming up in just a bit again, we have that plushie and the card game to give away. You send your messages in about your favourite National Day memory to 8855 one, one, wake up and go. I'll be your bestie. Every morning, first thing. With Div and Joe on KISS 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe, and we're just about to approach National Day, everybody. And, uh, you know, whether it means a little bit more to you or it's just going to be a four-day work week for you next week, (laughs) uh, we're still happy to have, I think, received so many wonderful memories from KISS fans about their favourite National Day memory. One of our favourite National Day memories to have received (laughs) is from Xiaoyuan. Xiaoyuan says she's a really big fan of KISS 92. Listen, Every morning before going to school Thank you so much And her favourite memory Was from 2018 When she was in primary 5 And she went to watch The performance live With the other primary 5 students That's National Day Not Kiss 92 (laughs) (laughs) That's so beautiful I'm glad that you shared it With us Xiaoyuan So you know For that We're going to hook you up With something quite special It's a little card game Featuring our NDP mascot August And you also get to win A plushie of August as well Very very cool uh, so, you know, we'll, uh, I think, just we'll just kind of chill out and just appreciate the length of this weekend because I think we need the rest, right, guys? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So much enthusiasm. <laughs> we'll be back on Tuesday. In any case, you keep Sean Wee company right here on KISS 92. My favorite station. Turn it up loud. All the great songs in one place. KISS 92.